everybody, and welcome back to the official Teachify English podcast. And I'm glad that you are here listening to another episode. I hope you've enjoyed the last few episodes, and remember to pass on the pod if you know anyone who might enjoy listening to a couple of strange guys talking about different topics in English, giving you some phrasal verbs, some idioms, and trying to speak nice and clearly. Well. Pass the pod. Thank you for that. So, first of all, um, I said a couple of guys. That means, of course, that I'm not on my own. I'm with Mickey again. Mickey.、Uh, hello, everyone. How are you? I hope everybody's doing well.、Uh, thank you, Lewis, for inviting me to another one of the podcasts. Yeah, I feel like I can't do it on my own anymore now. No, I mean it's、uh, it's fun. I think it's good for listeners, especially、uh, English lovers. To hear different accents and to hear, you know, one person talking or to hear two people having a conversation, every little helps when you're learning English. So I hope you enjoy it. Exactly, and、um, as you know, we always talk about different topics, and we've decided that for this episode, we were going to speak about cars and driving. Ah,、oh, a big, big passion of mine. If nobody knows, or if you're not sure, I actually used to work in the car industry,、uh, and I still am a big fan of cars, motorsports, engines.、Um, so, Lewis, let's go. Let's get the ball rolling because I am excited to tell you. You can't wait to kick off, can you? I can't.、Um, before we get into this, though, let's go over some vocabulary related to cars. Of course. When you're driving, you can accelerate, you can brake, and if you have an old car or a manual car, then you put your foot down on the clutch. Ooh, you put your foot down on the clutch and you change gears. Yeah. So you might go from first to second to third, or maybe you would reverse the car. Very good. And what about if you're driving on the motorway and there is someone in front of you who ah、oh, is going so so slow? What would you do, Mickey? Yeah, you have to overtake the car to overtake. And when you do this, or at least before you start to overtake the other car, you need to indicate. Oh, very good. Yeah, so you need to indicate. You have to look over your shoulder or look into your blind spot. Mm-hmm. And then you can overtake the car. And how about this one, Lewis? What about if you're driving too fast and you are breaking the speed limit, and a policeman sees you do this? What does the policeman do? Ah,、oh, that sounds like a nightmare. In this case, well, the policeman would pull you over. Oh, fantastic! It's a lovely phrasal verb there. It is a lovely phrasal verb. So if you've been speeding up and you've been breaking the speed limit. The police might be、uh, chasing you or following you, and they would tell you to pull over. Very good. And have you ever been caught on camera, Lewis? Not that I know of. So、um, I don't think so, and I haven't had to pay a speeding fine before. So in this sense, I've been quite lucky. But there is something that I've got to come clean to you about and、um, confess that when I was seventeen. After I passed my driving test at the first time, because seventeen, by the way,、uh, guys, is the legal age to drive in the UK, which is very different to other countries. So it's seventeen to drive. 
Exactly. So I was 17. I started taking driving lessons um, on my birthday and I passed after about four months, I think. And obviously I was young, naive, immature, and I'm also one of the older people in my group of friends. So I was one of the first in uh, starting to drive. So I would give my friends a lift. I would uh, collect them from their house or from somewhere else and I would take them to another place. And I drove a little bit too uh, fast, dangerously and recklessly because I wanted to show off. Oh. I wanted to impress my friends. So much vocabulary there, Lewis. Can we, uh, can we just go over that again? So dangerously, recklessly, uh, what was the other one you said? I don't know. I was uh, trying to show off. Oh, that was it. Yeah, because you wanted to show off. So what does show off mean? Show off is to uh, to brag, to boast, mm. to try to um, display or demonstrate your positive qualities. Okay. Okay. It's interesting. Very nice one to show off. Uh, so you crashed your first car or your mum's car? Ay, ay, ay. Well, uh, as I'm sighing right now, I, uh, I crashed my mum's car. Oh my God. So I was insured on my mum's car and she obviously took it to work during the week. But then in the evening or at the weekend, uh, I had insurance. So I was covered on the car. So I would go for a drive with my friends. And what did you crash into? So I actually crashed into a big tree. A tree? Yes. How did you manage that? Uh, well, um, let me tell you the story. That I went camping with my friends. It was raining very, very heavily. And we were in a, a convoy. So there was a line of cars. Uh, my car, my friend's car, my other friend's car. And my car was uh, the slowest. That meant that when I was uh, driving at the back, I had to try to keep up with the other cars. I didn't want to lose them. I had to keep up with them. Therefore, on the curves, I wouldn't brake as much as I should have done. And given that the roads were very, very wet, my car span so as I was turning, I was on the curve, it span, the verb to spin in the past. And I lost control. So my car um, skid, okay, it moved in circles from one side across to the other side of the road and straight into a tree. <laughs> it's not funny, we shouldn't laugh, but I suppose you learn from these mistakes, no? Exactly. I definitely learned from my mistakes and now I drive like my uh, grandma drives. Which so is very fast. No, very, joking. very slowly, very cautiously, without taking any risks. And of course, everybody who was in the car at the time of my crash was absolutely fine. Okay. Nobody got injured, so phew! Thank God for that. I know. So that's my story and... Related to cars, Mickey, you have another story because, um, of course, you were a mechanic. Yeah, I was a mechanic. I used to work in the UK, was my profession as a mechanic, uh, not only in the UK, but in Australia as well. So I trained with Toyota and Lexus, um, and then I worked for Toyota and Lexus in Australia. 
and then I also moved on to work with Audi and I loved fixing cars for me it's a huge passion I still love fixing cars uh, and I remember when I was 12 years old uh, I had an obsession I still have an obsession with classic minis mini coopers not the BMW mini the old Morris minis uh, and I convinced my parents to buy me a second-hand mini when I was 12 years old for like 200 pounds which was on the set which was on sale on the side of the road so they bought it for me uh, which would be my future first car so from 12 years old up until 17 uh, every birthday and Christmas instead of having presents I used to get car parts for this mini and then I would learn how to fix this car uh, from a very young age so when I turned 17 I had a perfect looking mini which was uh -huh. uh, customized so to speak to my to my liking so yeah I mean I love cars uh, I learned to drive when I was 11 years old okay so wait how what happened yeah this is uh people it's a bit strange but I used to so where we live in the UK there's like a small um driving uh area where you park the car around the garages so I started off from when I was like eight years old, sitting on my mum and dad's lap, which is the top part of your legs, and just steering the car mm -hmm. round the back of the garages. Uh, and then when I turned 11, it was the first time I actually got into a car and drove uh, on my own with my mum and dad sitting next to me. So every weekend at the university where we live in Canterbury, there's a big car park. So on a Sunday, my dad would take me there. Uh, and I would drive his car around the car park and practice driving and practice parking. And and also with my granddad, we used to drive around. It's a bit strange, but we used uh -huh. to drive around a cemetery when I was 11 years old. And he would let me drive around. Um, yeah, it's, it's, cars have always been a big part of, my, part of my life. That sounds so strange. So imagine that all of these experiences, you never broke the law, did you? Never, not once. Always within the, the walls of the law. Uh-huh. Great. It sounds great. So, um, related to cars, um, at the moment, Mickey, uh, do you have a car? Do you drive very often nowadays? I don't have a car at the moment. I, I used to have a car here in Seville, uh, but the problem was parking and I never used it. Uh, so I decided to get rid of it because mm -hmm. it was useless having a car. And to be honest, I quite like cycling. Um, I like doing my part for the environment. So, uh, at the moment, I don't have a car. If I do need to go somewhere by car, I usually rent one because they're pretty cheap these days. Um, and that's it, yeah. But I, I, the the hobby of fixing cars is still there. So I would love, a dream of mine would be to have, uh, you know, my own kind of house with my own small workshop where I can restore cars as a hobby. This would be uh, one of my dreams, yeah. Uh -huh. So as a hobby, so you wouldn't try to make any money from it? You wouldn't try to make a profit? No, it's, it's for personal, uh, personal satisfaction, definitely. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sounds great. Yeah, it does, yeah. Well, I've got to tell you that I've never owned a car myself. Obviously, I, uh, I used my mum's car and <laughs> that didn't end very well. However, after that, we, uh, we claimed on the insurance and they gave us a new car, which I could uh, start driving after. So my parents were very uh, forgiving and they didn't get angry at me because they knew I was young, naive, reckless, <laughs> and I made a mistake. But since then, after that, I went to university. I didn't need a car when I was at university. 
Then I did some traveling. For example, in the United States, I was there for a couple of months and I had a different rental car all the time. And of course, I had to get used to driving on the other side of the road because when I learned, I got used to driving on the left-hand side. And then when I traveled to America, I had to get used to driving on the right-hand side. Okay. So now uh, I don't really know if I prefer driving on the right-hand side or the left-hand side, because I probably have the same amount of experience on both sides. Yeah, I think it's quite, it's quite uh, awkward to drive uh, when you have to change sides of the road. Because I remember in the UK when I used to work as a technician, when we would get uh, French people drive to England because it's very close, and sometimes we had to repair their cars. So we were driving uh, a right-hand drive car, but on the left-hand side of the road, which is really confusing. So there's something we had to get used to being uh, every day we were driving different cars. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's difficult, it's interesting, it's good fun. Perfect. So um, just let me recap that because I kept saying get used to and then the verb in ing. So in the past, I was used to driving on the left hand side. This was a habit for me. I was used to driving on the left hand side. And when I was younger, I used to do it. All right. I did it in the past during a prolonged amount of time. However, when I went to America for a summer, I had to change this habit. So I had to become accustomed to driving on the right-hand side. I had to get used to driving on the right-hand side. So I hope that's clear for you. If not, let us know. You can send us a message. And I hope you've enjoyed uh, hearing our stories about when I crashed into a tree, when Mickey um, started driving illegally when he was only <laughs> 11 years old, and so on. Uh, just before we finish, guys, and thank you for listening, we're going to do a joke. But this time, the joke is going to come from me and not Lewis, okay? Uh-huh. So the joke today is, what do you call a Ford, like the brand of car, Ford, what do you call a Ford that has run out of fuel? It has finished fuel. There's no fuel left. It has run out of fuel. Sorry, could you just repeat that? Yeah. So what do you call a Ford that has run out of fuel? Um, I don't know. Um, a ford A Ford Siesta. <laughs> <laughs> because it's tired, right? Oh, it's exhausted. Oh, great. <sighs> Thank you very much for listening, guys. Cheers, Remember guys. to pass on the pod. Check out our YouTube channel, the live classes on Instagram, and much, much more. Cheers, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.